Hi, and welcome to Under an Open Heaven Podcast. We are glad you are joining us as we explore the reality of God's love expressed in Scripture and our own personal experiences. Thanks for joining us today as we explore the reality that we live under an open heaven. Enjoy! Hey, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Arthur Richardson. I have with me Colton Jones, as always. And we're glad to have you back. And uh, so we're kind of switching things up um, officially. So uh, we we did skip a week and we're going to be starting to just go every other. Um, since things are ramping up for both of us, we decided and discerned that it was probably best just to do every other week um, and shorten the podcast a little bit so that we can continue to reflect and do this ministry for you um, without being without it being too much of a burden on us as well as we do our own normal lives and um, you know I, I think there's like a just a little side note on that I've been doing a little bit of thinking and, and praying on it and one of the main goals of this podcast was to kind of normalize talking about your faith about your thoughts about what matters most to you um and also to evangelize for sure but um you know i i feel like <laughs> this is a part of that process of like we both have normal lives that we do this kind of conversation type stuff outside of the podcast you know when there isn't an audience and i think um you know just acknowledging that reality I think can be helpful for for us, you know, as podcasters, but also for our listeners as well. Um, you know, uh, and we apologize for, you know, the slight letdown of, you know, maybe if you're looking to towards it every week, of, uh, you know, just we do apologize for that. Um, but we hope you bear with us during this this little season in our lives. Yeah, but on a brighter note, Arthur, what are we drinking? Oh, dude. I don't even know if I can pronounce it. Lafroic. 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 Scotch. It's all. Isla Scotch. Um, it is beautiful. It's very dark and smoky. And I thought you said on a brighter note. This is. This is. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, it's, it's very dark and smoky. And, man, it's just got. It's got a lot going for it. I know. It does. Um, so, Isla scotches, they're usually very meticulous as far as like the quality of their product and also the flavors in their product. So, mm-hmm. the reason why this is a lot different than like the monkey shoulder that remember that scotch we had? Yes, I do. A while back. Um, the reason why this is like significantly different is because one, I believe, monkey shoulders, that space side. So there are different regions in Scotland, mm-hmm. and they have different uh, ways of producing scotch. So the Highland region, I think, is technically the largest region in Scotland uh, for, for you know, if you were to look at a uh, scotch whiskey map, the Highland region would cover the most area. Then you have um, Campbellton. You have... Yeah, you just took a swig of it. Yeah, I did. Sorry, yeah, I was trying to swallow outside of the range of the microphone. Sorry yeah. about that. No, it's all good. Uh, you got Speyside. You got 
um, Isla. And sometimes people also refer to the islands too, which is north of Isla, just off the coast of the highlands on the west side. But um, yeah, there are a couple different regions, but Isla specifically, they use uh, peat smoke to cure their malted barley. Mm -hmm. So whenever you have the barley grain, you malt it, which is you begin the germinating process. And then to halt that process, because obviously if the plant germinates more, the sugars that you want in it are going to turn into uh, more structured carbohydrates like cellulose and things like that, rather than being accessible for yeast to turn into alcohol. So mm -hmm. they're taking the, during the malting process, the grain, all the starches in it get broken down into simpler sugars. Then they want to like stop. All right. We, 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 we reach like peak simple sugar concentration in our barley and this is when we're going to want to like halt that process. So what they do is they subject it to uh, peat smoke. So peat, not a person, peat, peat moss is mm -hmm. a, also not a person, um, <laughs> is, wow, this peat moss guy, he's a really cool guy. Yeah. He's really popular in Scotland. Yeah. Um, it's, it's this <laughs> thick, dense uh, mass of vegetation that builds up over time that it's literally like in mats in the ground and you can cut it out. And mm -hmm. when it dries, it's, it is pretty good at, it's pretty flammable mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So they use the smoke from that to cure, you know, their malted barley. And that's where a lot of this flavor comes from. Mm -hmm. This is really smoky, earthy. And the first smelling notes I got on it were of like car tires. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, See, that's I was getting, um, I don't even know. Like, just that, that scotch smell. It's not mm -hmm. quite, like, rubber. So not quite that, but, like... Uh, I also kind of, like, got... Like I mentioned to you, like, there's this sort of antiseptic numbing spray that you have, yes. like, at the store for sore throats. Yep. That's what I was getting out of it, too. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, why are you drinking this stuff? It sounds like poison. <laughs> right. No, uh, I, I was getting hints of, like, that fresh like grass and earth you know like that rich like fertile mm, like mm -hmm. sense when you smell it like the, the like freshly out, turned yeah like you go outside in the spring and you like smell the ground or yeah smell when, the earth like right after a good rain you okay. know yeah. yeah or or after a farmer farmer tills the earth you know mm -hmm. that that type of scent um, I gotcha. yeah. yeah and i got that and i also got like briny stone mm -hmm. yeah i don't know so it's just a very earthy very earthy drink and it's i'm loving it i'm i'm i feel like i'm on like the the coast of ireland or like on the coast of scotland or something just like hearing the waves mm -hmm. yeah it was a good idea to break out the scotch yes we needed to pick me up after after deciding to go, you know, every other week. Yes. It was kind of difficult. Yeah. Scotch helps. Scotch helps. So does Pete Moss. Yeah. He's a good guy. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Pete. Now, back onto a somber topic. Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> Jonah's the prophet of this week. Yeah, I think he's kind of a comic, comedy relief personally but that's really just, yeah i'd like to hear that perspective yeah it's kind of a satire really yeah. you know um it's kind of the cringe 
You know, you know what I'm talking about? Like the the those I, don't, like, I cringe whenever people use the word cringe or cringy now. It's it's weird. It's like meta cringe. You know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> like when a phrase gets used, like buzzwords, oh. sort of have like that effect. Oh, on you. Whenever people oh. overuse buzzwords and you hear it, you're like, Ugh, yep. I'm sick of this. Yeah. I hear cringe so much now. I'm like, please stop using that word. It's making oh, come me cringe. And, but, <laughs> but I'm really interested in your perspective on this. Because when I was reading it, I'm just like, Jonah's just a jerk. Yeah. I don't like this guy. Right. Um. No, I think so. I I think he's he's kind of a comic relief guy, mm-hmm. right? Because he's like, no, I don't want to go talk to these people. They're they're not even Jews. Mm-hmm. God, I'm ru- I'm gonna run away from you. And God's like, <laughs> bet, <laughs> right? And then this horrible storm picks up. Actually, do we want to get right into the story? Why not? Going. I'm enjoying it. All right, go ahead. I'm enjoying it. And like these sailors are like, oh. Uh, some God has got it out for us. Let's gamble to see who's the, the sore loser. And so Jonah picks a short stick and gets thrown overboard. And immediately the rain and the storm goes, goes away, dissipates and he gets eaten by a a huge fish or a whale. Mm -hmm. It's like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) Like, could you imagine being one of those sailors being like, uh, I was just trying something. I didn't think that was going to happen. Well, like, actually, you know? actually Jonah, Jonah owns up to it. He's just like, yeah, guys, this is because of me. Oh, does he? Yeah. I think it's after he drew and, the, the straw, though. Yeah. The yeah he, he was yeah. being real quiet. Yeah. Um, until. You know, you know, like when you're you're in a classroom and like, you're like, I know the answer, but I'm not raising my hand and I am not making eye contact with the teacher. No, this is this. this I have a better example. Okay. Uh, this is you in an elevator and you smell a fart, right? And you're with a bunch of people and someone someone has the gall to say, all right, which one of you people did this? And you did it, right? But you're not going to say anything until some, till like you have to. I mean, that's kind of like Do a way I think about it. Do you experience with this? What? No, yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm just like, I can't think of like... A more maybe accurate situation. Yeah, they're they're yeah. in a stinky situation, are they? they yes, it and is so quite the challenge. Yeah, and actually, to to his credit, he at least like admits he's like, guys, this ain't gonna stop unless you throw me off board. I already know what God's gonna do. Right. It's pretty much like he knows he's running from God. He made that decision. In fact, you know, when God was like, hey, go to Nineveh, he was just like, nah, <laughs> and just goes the opposite direction. Yep, and. uh he knows exactly what he's doing because like, he doesn't want to go to Nineveh. He doesn't like these people and he he would rather see their destruction. Yeah. And um, man, so conti- yeah, go ahead and continue with the story after they, they draw lots, which is like they, they have a bunch of sticks in their hand and one guy draws the short stick. The short end of the stick, yep. Yeah. And so go ahead. He gets, he gets thrown overboard. Fish eats him. A whale eats him. Whale, whale, whale. What do you end now? Three days later, he gets spit up back on the shore right like straight shot to Nineveh right mm-hmm. so he goes and begrudgingly he starts he starts preaching and this is the crazy like he is so resistant from preaching like repent and he repeats and literally the entire city repents including the king mm-hmm. who 
not just says, oh, I'm sorry, and acknowledges the fact that he made mistakes, puts on a sackcloth and sits in ashes. Mm-hmm. And then Jonah, this is this is the part that like boggles my mind, and I just find funny. Rather than rejoicing because like he wasn't stoned to death or beaten or whatever, or, or even just laughed at, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pouts and goes up on the hill waiting for God mm-hmm. to strike down the city. But God doesn't because they repent. And Jonah is just like, he's just mad. He's just fuming. He's like, God, why don't you do this? I'm going to sit here until you destroy the city. And this tree grows up and gives him shade. And he still doesn't get the clue of mercy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because he doesn't get the clue, this worm comes along and eats up the shade. And then he's mad at God. And then God's just like, dude, I I am merciful. And they, they turned their hearts back to me. Why can't you be happy and satisfied in mm-hmm. that? You know, and I feel like it's one of those like, you know those like rom-com type like romantic comedies of like everything bad happens but like it kind of all works out in the end it's kind of like that except for jonah doesn't you know meet a girl like (laughs) you know like the story ends abruptly i was surprised i was like i don't remember this being this short yeah yeah like it's literally left page right page that's the entire book of jonah Mm mm-hmm and, um, yeah, I was looking at it and God was in his rebuke of Jonah. He, um, pretty much like he says, um, and should I not be concerned over the great city of Nineveh in which there are more than 120,000 persons who cannot know their right hand from their left, not to mention all the animals. And that's it. That's where it ends. <laughs> not like, to mention all the animals. Yeah. Like this is where the book ends. So, I mean, God gets the last word. Jonah doesn't have a chance to reply to him on that. Yeah. Um, So something I wanted to kind of... I noticed that there was sort of a literary parallel Hmm. to something in the New Testament, the Gospels. Talking about Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. Whenever they were out on the sea and there was a big storm, Jesus was asleep. Well, actually, uh, it says that Jonah was asleep. Hmm. Um, It says... Jonah had gone down into the hold of the ship and lay there fast asleep. (laughs) And says the captain approached him and said, what are you doing asleep? Get up, call on your God. Perhaps this God will be mindful of us and will not let us perish. And that's kind of what the apostles did. They're looking at Jesus like, dude, why are you sleeping right now? We're going to die. Get up, dude. Yeah, get up. And he's just like, and obviously way different story, you know, way different story as far as like Jesus, um, all he does is he gets up, rebukes it, and I think he also turns to his disciples like, guys, <laughs> where was your faith? Yeah. Why? Why? You could have done this. You know that, right? Um, so it was kind of him sh- saying like, dude, God is with you. Mm-hmm. God is already here. Um, and I don't know. It, it's just kind of, I love the fact that that was sort of mirrored. Where, where Jonah was skittish and and lazy, I think he actually wanted to die in this aspect because he was just not going to go to Nineveh. That's yeah. just was like, he was like, that's not in my plans. I'd rather die than go to Nineveh. Um, 
and also he says later on like god just kill me more or less i think that was more because he was like he doesn't want god's mercy to fall on it he doesn't want to see it and it's i mean it's kind of pathetic um it is just the his his attitude and everything like that and um i gotta say that not every prophet has the right intentions correct yeah and and what's interesting is that jesus still fulfills this prophet Mm -hmm. right you know like i i don't know about you but i've definitely had people in my life who try to pose themselves as, as prophets right and either their actions or their words just like didn't sit right Mm-hmm. You know, um, and in fact, just before the podcast, we were talking about somebody that um, I had actually studied in, in college. And you had mentioned that, you know, he he's no longer in the running for becoming a saint. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, I know exactly where this is going. You know, like, right. Right. it's another tragedy case. Mm-hmm. But he still said a lot of great things. He still presented himself doing a lot of great things but the the, the, the reality of the fact what he didn't you right, know right he's pretty yeah pretty well, bad not, sinner yeah yeah <laughs> that cannot be celebrated in any way you know um yeah let's not forget solomon too you know? solomon is is quite the tragedy too mm-hmm. yeah yeah and we gotta reflect on ansel 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 <laughs> And, and sometimes David. The one, you know? the one time. Yeah. He uh, came back, though. Yeah, which was good. David come back. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, keeping these people in mind, you got to recognize, and I got to recognize, the fact that even though we preach the word of God, we still really got to rely on his grace mm-hmm. really have to rely on the fact and on the knowledge that he isn't going to call us to things we want to do all the time not everything's going to be super duper happy i'm 100 percent enjoying this because that's not always the nature of the call no i would even i would even argue for those of us receiving prophetic words to always take what is said and done with a grain of salt, you know, cause like with Jonah, like everyone converted and that's great. That is beautiful. That is actually like the glory of God made, made alive, like the mercy of God shown, but it came through a broken mouthpiece, you know, mm-hmm. and to a certain extent, we're all broken mouthpieces. You know, we yeah. all do sin and we all are in need of God's mercy. Kind of like what you were saying, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I think like, having having a guard on our hearts of like allowing somebody else to take the place of jesus mm-hmm. and i think that's where like the letdown becomes problematic you know um we, we really got to be careful of either trying to put ourselves in a position where we're the messiah or the savior or allowing other people to do that for us mm-hmm. we really have to rest in the fact that jesus is alive and he loves us and he wants to have like a real relationship with us where he's actually talking to us you know and i i that's that's something that i think we really have to be cautious of in this day and age um you know 
where I feel like sin's just not secret anymore. You know, it, it the stuff just comes to light mm-hmm. even quicker than it did in the past. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I would say, if I were to give some advice to our listeners as they're pursuing their prophetic gifts, do not, like Jonah, don't cast what you want to see done on what God is doing. He wanted to see Nineveh destroyed. He did not like the mm-hmm. city. Maybe he went there before and just had some bad experiences <laughs> or just had his preconceived notions about what the city is. But uh, that's not how God views others. You know, mm-hmm. you might think of someone who you have a big rival rivalry with and um, you got to understand God wants their heart. He wants to give them all of the mercy that he gave you and is giving you. He wants everything good he gave you to be theirs mm-hmm. too. So forget yourself, I guess, you yeah. know, uh, for, forget yourself when it comes to the will of God. Be concerned with his will and trust that he not only has others good in mind through your prophetic ministry and uh, your prophetic gifts, but he has your good in mind too. Just as he had the power to give Jonah shade and take it away, God will care for you mm-hmm. and be grateful for it. Learn to be grateful and give thanks. And that's certainly something I think that Jonah lacked was being thankful for what God was doing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think my last little bit of advice too, just to cap that off, um, is not only like with what we're doing, but also how we're receiving. Um, Just being mindful that even the people who seem to be like a thorn in our side, um, that God is still using. You know, God was trying to use the people of Nineveh to convert Jonah's heart, and he was trying to use Jonah to convert the people of Nineveh's hearts. And one of those two parties did it right, (laughs) that we know of in the story, you know. Um, So I think it's really important for us to acknowledge, like, yeah, this person might be doing or saying the wrong things and it's hurting but I'm still going to turn my eyes to you my beautiful Jesus and try to find the truth and the mercy in that so do you want to end it in prayer or do you want me to end it in prayer you got it okay take it away yeah. come Holy Spirit come Holy Spirit God we invite you into our hearts Take away the spirit of apathy. We reject the spirit of apathy in Jesus' name. We reject the spirit of reluctance in Jesus' name. We cast them out through the authority that Christ has given us as his children, as his brothers and sisters, as children of the Father. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, 
put into our hearts your humility and your trust in the Father. That if we are called to do something that we'd rather not do, we may be open to the joy that you have for us and for those you call us to. If you call us to preach to those who we hate, Lord, help us have your love for them. Help us forget ourselves. Come, Lord Jesus. We ask this in the most powerful and holy name of our beloved Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for listening. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Take care and God bless. Bye. Thank you all so much for joining us this week. We hope that this podcast blessed you. And we ask if it did, share that with the people that you love so that it can bless them as well. If you want to reach out to us, we are available on Facebook. We are under an open heaven. Our email address is under an open heaven dot fire at gmail.com and we are on instagram at under and open heaven dot fire so please go uh give those a gander and send us any th- any feedback that you want we would be happy to reply to you god bless bye